Sports Entertained is recorded live at twitch.tv slash baldyandthebeast. Come check us out every Tuesday and Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and watch the matches right along with us. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Bront. I'm Willem. And we are Baldy and the Beast. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Sports Entertained. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm messing with my, my, my volume levels because I'm like super duper loud. And it's like picking up on shit that's there's nothing. Hold on. Oh my 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 No, we're good. Like we're fine. Like my my uh I just probably need to restart my computer after we're done streaming because the fan is very loud. All right, just cut this part and post. No, I mean it's like it's fine. I'll go on. I don't give a shit. <laughs> All right. Um where were we? Sports entertained. Yeah, Wild we were cat. we were introducing the show. Welcome to it. Uh, <laughs> my name is Bront. I'm Willem. And I think we already did that shit. Now you got me all fucked up of what we have and haven't done. I didn't, I didn't do my shtick, but okay. We're watching Great Muda versus the Great Nita in an exploding <laughs> barbed wire match. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 this whole thing is already starting. I popped Bront right before the stream uh, by showing him a clip of uh, the Great Collie jumping over the top rope. <laughs> And everybody needs to find that clip if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Because that dude did more movement in that vault over the top rope than his whole dove career combined. Yep. Like, it's amazing. Yep, yep, yep. Um, um, so normally in these, I give a little backstory to these. Um, and even last week, I made up a fake backstory because, you know, shits and giggles. Right. But I was thinking all day today about what my phony backstory for this match could be. And I can't find any, I can't think of anything that would explain why two people would want to be in an exploding barbed wire match other than that they just don't fucking like each other. Right. They, they just don't like each other. That's, that's all I've got for you this week because I can't think of what else what, what else would possess somebody to be in an NK fame, a match <laughs> where you're gonna get blown up. <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, I think I I think I know some of the backstory behind this. Um, hold on, I figured out I figured out why my fucking microphone was so fucky. Hold on, you are so much quieter now. Thank my ears. Yeah, I know. Um, no, what I so <laughs> pulling the curtain back uh, before the match before we started the the episode, I had um, I was trying to figure out why my stuff wasn't playing through the proper audio thing. And I reset all my audio settings to default, which oh, you fucked up. <laughs> which uh, made my microphone go back to 100% volume instead of at 70% volume, which uh, kind of you know made everything a little bit just a smidgy bit too hot, and everything was really loud on the microphone. So for our audio only listeners, for our new audio only listeners, because we got a couple more of those, thank you so much. Um, sorry about that. I am very sorry for the first couple minutes of this episode. You um, to me too. I'm sorry, Bron. I did not mean to destroy. <laughs> your, I did not mean to destroy your eardrums. I'm just being a dickhead. No. Um. This was in. Was this FMW Frontier Martial Arts? I think so. Okay. I remember at this point in time there was a a really weird storyline where um, uh, Atsushi Onita or the Great Nita in this match, um there was a storyline that was very poorly received because somebody in kayfabe got murdered and like 
it, it was in Japan in the 90s, and they didn't, like, they couldn't comprehend that somebody could be fake murdered. Okay. Um, so I think that's part of this storyline. I don't know 100% for sure. Um, okay. Otherwise, it could come up later. All I know is that at, at this point in time, there was a storyline where somebody got murdered and Atsushi Anita was involved in some way, shape, or form. So, I, fake murderer, yeah. Onita. I don't know. Well, I don't know if it was Onita that did the murdering, or if he was the one that got murdered, or if there was the somebody... Mur- <laughs> the the murder-e? Yeah, I was going to say, is he the murderer or the murder-e? Um, or if there was, like, somebody tangentially related to Atsushi Onita that was murdered. Um, but that was a story at the time. I have no idea if this match goes with that murder. But <laughs> what a thing to say! <laughs> right, but here we are. Uh, um, yeah, but this is a um, bar uh, a no ropes exploding barbed wire death match, and I am here for it. Injected into my veins right now. Yup. This is gonna be so much fun to watch. Oh, it's it's like I was trying to explain to my girlfriend the other day. Sometimes wrestling is its best. When it's just inherently total bollocks. Right. And this match is just inherently total bollocks. Sometimes sometimes wrestling is at its best when it's just fucking popcorn bullshit. Yep. When it this when is it, popcorn bullshit. When it's when it's summer blockbuster, you know, fucking explosions going across the screen, weird action shit going on. Sometimes uh, it's just the best when it's that. Even though it's not the best wrestling, it's not the best actual performing. Sometimes it's just way more entertaining. I I already know I'm going to laugh at least once. Yeah. Um, I know there are like a slew of other really stupid death matches that came out of this promotion. Uh, particularly like, there's like a uh, 352 light tubes death match or some insane number where there's just like a really stupid amount of light tubes. Fuck that. <laughs> um, and there was a... Oh, what was it? It was something like um, a piranha death match where you had to hold the other person in a tank of piranhas for like 10 seconds. And, you know, as the match got going, you got more and more bloody and that just kind of enraged the piranhas. Yep. So that was Mm -hmm. a thing that also happened at one point. So I was... (laughs) going to mention something about I thought maybe Japan had a piranha death match. Uh-huh. But I was like, there's no way that's real. Like, you're making that up. And you, I wasn't. You, you thought it was a thing that you thought up in your thinker, and then you re- and then I brought it out, and it's like, oh no, that was real. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, Japan. Yeah. Um, there's also a, it was like a C4 exploding ring death match. Didn't uh, the Funker and Cactus have one of those? I don't know. I have no idea. All I remember is that like it happened in the middle of a like a pool, and the ring was set up on like a floaty in the middle of the pool. And they I've had to seen be, that match. And they had to be boated out to the middle of the ring. Now that I say that, I don't think it was Funker and Mick, but I have seen the, ma- the match you're talking about like a hundred percent seen. Yeah. Yo. It's it's some um, some pure grade A fucking bollocks, and it's amazing. Yep, it's great. Yep. Yep. Watch it. If you can find it, I I don't even just Google like what a floating C4 deathmatch. Yeah. Right? Great. I, I have no idea. Like, hold up. Let me let me go to the Google machine. 
Uh, there was a Cactus Jack Terry Funk barbed wire exploding C4 death match. Okay. I don't know if that was the... Uh, oh, no, the one that you were thinking of, the one that I that we were both thinking of, was from FMW, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, and it was the no-rope electrified barbed wire swimming pool dynamite double hell death match. What a fucking name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what are words we can put into a string? Yeah, I know. God, we should know. we should watch that at some point, but probably not because it's five minutes. Fuck I don't know. It. I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if that's just the match that's five minutes, or if this particular YouTube video is very truncated. But the match length is five minutes, and that's well, that's including entrances, including boating out to the middle of the ring. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's stop with the bullshit. I want to watch this match. I've never seen this match. Okay. That, yeah, that's enough of that. That's enough preamble on this one. We're going to go ahead and jump into the match. Like we've said, uh, for every for the other match that we've done for Mutover so far, um, we will not be posting it anywhere. We will not be putting links to this. If you can find it, find it. If not, then you're going to have to just listen along and be entertained by our voices. Um, otherwise, it's... If you, if you can't find it, it's not super hard to find. Just go ahead and look for it. Didn't hear that from us, though. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go ahead and start the match in five, four, three, two, one, go. Little, uh. Little what? Promo entrance packagey thing. Yeah, just a little little intro package on the video. Um, hold on, I need to take down what time? Wow, video quality was not a fucking thing, was it? Yeah, I know. The this was I don't even know what fucking year this was. Oh no, I don't want that. You can tell there are two men in the ring, and one of them is wearing a referee shirt. This was definitely a tape traded tape. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But you know what? That tells me that it's probably really good because it was tape traded a lot. Oh, yeah. And they got the the Japanese announced team on because that's who it was for. Oh, oh yeah. God. Is this... Is this Muda or Nita? Uh, I think it's Nita. I think it's Nita. God, this would be so fucking good. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is gonna be. I should have still had a place near my work in uh-huh. Name Redacted in the state of Name Redacted. Um, <laughs> there's this place that's close to me that you can go, and they're large popcorn. It's yeah. two dollars and fifty cents. You should have just fucking shit... bought you a popcorn. Hold on, I shit you not. What they do for this large popcorn is go and get one of those small trash bags. <laughs> I just put fucking as much popcorn in like a bunch. It's it's the best deal. Yeah, I uh, I probably would have said I probably would have recommended you do that for for leading up to this. I sh- I should have. I thought about it too, yeah. and I decided not to. Yeah, I should have. 
Yeah, that's Nita. That's 100% Atsushi Onita. <laughs> Literally just trolling the fuck out of, uh, out of the yeah. Great Muda. Yeah. To get that's a pop funny. out of the fans. Yep. Yep, yep. I fucking love Onita. He's so fucking good. Like, I just got what he was selling. I got that whole, the whole point of all this uh-huh. without being able to understand commentary, without any, like, he was just able to sell that purely on his, like, facial expressions alone. Right. When he did the serious face like Muda and then laughed it off, I got yeah. it. Like, transcended the language barrier. Yep. Oh, and there, there's a, a very famous um, entrance that he does. I think it's at the Tokyo Dome, but I don't know what show it's for or who it's against. Um, but where he's just like, the it's it's if you just Google like the coolest wrestling entrance of all time, it'll show up somewhere <laughs> where he literally just his entrance for whatever promotion this was for was Wild Thing, you know the fucking song. Yeah. Um, and he would walk out and he has, you know, his cool fucking leather jacket and he's in his boots and he's got like leather pants and he's carrying a chair like across it. Like he's just fucking carrying it like normal. And like he stops mid or mid ramp, puts the chair down, sits in the chair, fucking lights up a smoke in the middle of the stadium. Fuck yeah. yeah fucking lights up a smoke, starts smoking in the middle on the middle of the ramp. And as he's doing that, the fucking crowd starts pelting him with trash. <laughs> as amazing. as wild thing plays and he just walk he's just like fucking laughing just sneering to the crowd then walks his way back to the ring it's what a so cool good entrance, yeah. oh this is neat i don't know muda wore shit like this what if we're like totally wrong and that's nita <laughs> or what if it's some shit that's like uh like they they just labeled the match wrong and it's like Onita versus Vader or something. Oh Kim, God! What the hell are you doing? Please don't don't do that to me. <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't really vet the matches beforehand. Because I didn't want to spoil them for myself. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, you know, it would be very apropos for us to to botch the. <laughs> the first no that's that's fucking muda that's muda <laughs> that's <But> not vader <laughs> <laughs> but it would be very apropos for us to botch the first gimmick month we decide to do well looks like we're not doing the gimmick we're doing uh mootober with a little intervention in Nidaville. <laughs> yeah luckily we don't have to worry about that yeah we're still in mootober yep we're not doing vadober vadober oh god Write that one down. Oh, no. I'll watch oh, God. for a month. Is he fucking assaulting him with a weapon? He's assaulting him with, like, a sickle. Knife! Oh, man. This is gonna be pure popcorn bullshit, and I love it already. Yep. I love it. He started off the match attacking him with a fucking sickle. Yep. God damn. I'm pretty sure Muda's already bleeding. Oh, uh, do you want me to put my shocked face on? No. Uh, the great Muda is bleeding. <laughs> Took a sickle right to the gut. Oh, stabbed him in the back. Good thing I he's got all that fucking padding on. 
That's probably the fucking dullest sickle. Oh! oh! God damn. Already with the explosions. Yep. Moon is smoking. Oof. Well, there it is. That was... So some of these bar- death wire match, bolt explosion, whatevers, <laughs> they don't, like... It's obvious that the guy was protected from explosion. Yeah. They just lit off fucking firecrackers all over that dude. Yeah. Like... He was Mo- not protected from that explosion. <laughs> also, Muda just like ate a DDT and he sat. He was like, fucking, oh, okay, here we go. And he just fucking undoes his gimmick. <laughs> like his his fucking ring jacket that he wore down. I, I guess we're trying because this man is literally trying to murder me with a sickle. Yep. Oh, trying to tear his eye out. See? See? The dub should have watched this match when they tried to do that stupid eyeball angle. Oh, a sickle. Oh. Have him fucking hit it with that would be. I would have yep. been getting oh. his eye out with a sickle. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch that. Yep. Not in real life like it'd have to be CGI. Right. Which is what they should have done. Yeah. Also, my kitty cat's trying to make her way on screen. Oh, 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 in oh, oh. Oh, oh. She walked across my keyboard and paused the match. Oh, fuck. Let me pause too. Hold, I I just pressed. Keep going, keep going. Just fucking keep going. Oh, where are you at? Uh, seven fifty, fifty one, fifty two. How did you pause? I I just pre- no. I pressed the left the right button and it skipped ahead ten seconds. Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm fucking stupid. Okay, fifty six, uh, fifty nine, eight. Just just press press four. left. Press right one time. Press right. Skip ahead ten seconds. Okay. Where are you at? 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Ah, uh, the, uh, the, the things you have to do when you're recording from two different places. Yep. Oh, oh, oh Muda got him with the mist. That was his first offensive move, am I yep. not right? Yep, that's about it. Oh, just look at him. He's so fucking pissed. Gesturing to his throat. Yep, he got another one. But it, what color of mist is it? Was it green mist? I think it was the green mist. Because I know the different mist colors do different things. I think that one was the poison mist. Like, I know black mist is like... That's a big thing. Yeah. Ugh. God, Muda was fucking jacked at this point. I remember watching yeah. the, like, when we, last week, when we watched the Hogan match, he wasn't nearly this jacked. No. To be fair, I feel like it's been a few years since then, because he's also, like, very evidently balding, as am I, but you know. Hey, listen. <laughs> we don't fucking talk about that here. You don't get jokes about balding with a dude with alopecia, bro. I feel your pain. Well, I mean, the name is in the name. Like, we're gonna have to, eventually we're gonna have to change it to Baldy and the other Baldy. Yeah, it's gonna be Baldy and the Baldy. Baldy squared. B squared. B squared. Oh my god, it's the wrestling thing. We're we're safe. <laughs> the B squared podcast, <laughs> not not starring Bull Buchanan. Not associated with WWE or WWE products. Yeah. Oh, he's choking him from the mouth. He's got the chain right across his mouth. 
I feel like that probably is one of those spots that feels worse than it looks. Yeah. Probably tastes worse than it looks, too, because, you know, it's that fucking gross chain. It's got the mist all over it. Yep. Hopefully the mist is, like, something that tastes decent. <laughs> like, not like shit. <laughs> no, nah, it's fucking spray paint, dude. Poor everybody that's ever spat a mist at anybody. Yeah, I know. I bet, it, I bet it's just fucking, like, green water. Probably. Yeah. Oh, and there's an... Oh! Oh, Nita had a mist. So, a oh. mist is... Oh, and there's another one. I love that spot. Yeah. Is it probably the most sanitary to be spitting <laughs> in people's faces? Not no. today. No, but I like the spot. Yeah. Oh, and Onita's just being a fucking goof. Yep, he got one over on him, and he knows yep. it. He didn't think I would do the mist, but I yep. did. About to sickle the hell out. Oh! Oh! Right in the dick. Right in the dangle-dungle. I said suck on my dick, not sickle my dick. Get it? Get it because he hit him with a sickle? Uh, hey, I'm allowed to tell a bad joke every once in a while. <laughs> Oh. Uh, Come on, I want to see more explosions. Oh, headbutt. Yeah, that's a yeah, legit. I'm... That's a legit headbutt. That's not like one of the fucking like the kayfabe the fucking. No, he headbutted him. Yep. Oh. Here comes another. Here comes but another. This is oh. Back. Oh, there's the other explosion. Whoa. God damn. Oof. And you can just see the barbed wire pulling at him. Yep. Pulling at the clothes, pulling at the skin. Now, I can't tell if it's because this is fucking potato quality video, but I'm not seeing no blood in this match, in this death match. Ooh. I have. It's because that sickle's duller than your fucking grandma's 50 year old butter knife but that's not the point right uh i don't see no blood from great moon either who would be the one i'd expect to bleed right like immediately i i uh, expected it right away like right when the match started when um uh nita was like sickling his head i was expecting it right the fuck away and it didn't happen yeah Maybe Muda decided to take the night off from blading. Maybe. I don't know. He thought there were enough gimmicks in the match. Yeah. I disagree. There could there's be always, there's always room for a blade job. There's, there's always room for blading in a death match. There's always room for hard way in a death match. Oh, no. Fucking Nita's doing something over here. He's just dicking around. He's goofing on the ground. He's doing something. Yeah. Oh, no. What are we doing? Oh, he's rolling out of the ring. Uh, oh, is there more explosions on the outside? Oh, there might be. He's teasing those more explosions. It looks like there might be. I'm guessing there might be. They, they might just not be allowed to leave the ring. It might be a disqualification thing. Because that was a thing for a little while where, like, 
if you if you left the ring, it was a disqualification or something. Really, I I've never heard of that being a rule. Yeah, it was like a weird WCW, like NWA, old school, old school type of. Uh, See, I think those are explosions because the only spot on the floor where it has these black mats are right here. Yeah, it could be some explosions. Oh, oh, and he threw a fireball at him. Better than Hogan. Yeah, it's probably where he got the idea from. Like, Remember when I said that Muda didn't think there was room for any more gimmicks in this match? And <laughs> since then, there's been a fireball and fucking explosion. I take the teasing of more explosion. Okay, so I think those, um, the mats on the ground, again, this is purely because of potato quality, so I can't tell. I think those are just barbed wire boards. Oh. Oh, is that a Four Corners match, too? It might be a Four Corners thing. God damn, never mind. Ever since I said the no gimmicks thing, there's been like a hundred more gimmicks. Oh, no. What's going on? Oh, no. There's a siren. What is this? What does this mean? Oh. That was a weird power bomb. I'm what the air raid sirens for. Yeah. Maybe the ring's gonna explode? Ooh, that was a huge DDT. Well, we've got four minutes, so we're gonna find out eventually. Right. God, I can't Oof. believe it's been 15 minutes. Yeah. God, this felt oh. like five. More missed. Lots of missed spots. For this type of match, this has been fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's not a five-star classic, but neither did I expect it to be. No. I still want to know what the hell the air raid siren's for. I want to know it. They're counting. Oh. Oh, the ring's going to explode. Is that it? That was okay. Is that it? Is He's that the on mind? the barbed wire on the outside. Was, was that the thing? Like, if you you had to hit both things and then knock the guy to the barbed wire on the outside, that's a really weird, like... That's some I fucking, like, JoJo-level, st- like, try and need to set up your shit to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I'm not entirely sure, but I do know it looks like Nita got exploded. Yeah. Um, and you they're get... trying to tell the explosion because Muda's acting like he got exploded too. Yeah. He got blowed all the way the hell up. He sure fucking looks like it. He's bleeding, it looks like. Did not look like he just like spat out blood? A little bit. Or maybe he like popped a capsule and that was just like some of the fucking... No, well that's... Yeah. Oh. He had like a red mist and he spit it upward. Either that or it was blood. It could have been blood. Oh no, there's more fire. I think that was a botch. Yeah. This feels like it's going very different than we thought it was going to. 
Oh, and there's more explosions. Oh, okay. Man, Nita's just getting destroyed. He's getting blowed all the way the hell up. God damn. I need to watch more great Nita matches. <laughs> this dude is good. Yeah. Like, just his facials are so interesting. Yeah. Well, I think the great Nita was just like a spoof gimmick. It's just like every other match he's just at Sushi Onita. <laughs> I don't care. He's the great Nita. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched Onita, to be honest. I yeah, like this. Excuse, I'm, if I, I'm, go ahead. No, no, you. If I'm being completely honest, I've not watched an Onita match either. This is the first time that I've watched an Onita match, but like, he's way more goofy than I thought he would have been. Yeah, but it was good goof. Like it was yeah. to mock Muda, and right. it was very well done. And to, like, break up the, I don't want to say violence, ambitiousness, because we've watched more violent matches on this young channel. But still, it was sold as a violent, violent match. Yeah. And Uh, has got, like, I was going to say, Mood has got, like, a little burn thing on his back, and I don't know what the hell happened there. Probably some explosions. Who knows? I have to stop this, though, because apparently it's going to, start an episode of the office and i can't have that happen <laughs> mine started politics fuck i don't know no it did <laughs> it's it's just whatever's on the fucking recommendeds on wherever we were watching that video yes all right so that's the end of that match let me go ahead and hit the stoppy button i'm a timer AKA just type in whatever time it ended at, and that's 34. I will, while you're doing that, let me just say that wasn't entirely what I expected. No. I w- don't mean that in a negative way, though. No, it was um, it was a little goofy. Um, Anita was definitely just like playing up a goofball, playing, playing the goof, trying to make fun of uh, the great Muda a little bit because, you know. He, he they, they had to try and sell the match one way or another. Um, mm-hmm. There were a lot of missed spots, which mm-hmm. I feel was kind of weird or interesting. But then again, I guess I've not watched all that many Great Muda matches or Onita matches to see if if like five plus missed spots are a uh, are a, a norm. There wasn't any versus Hogan, but it was versus Hogan, so that might yeah. be why. Yeah, you can't see Hogan be green. No, he would never. But not with his bleach blonde hair. Hell no, uh, brother, brother, I ain't taking that, brother. We ain't doing that today, brother. Um, no, but he, but there was like a mist right at the start of that match. Like as they were doing the the introductions, he spat out mist, but that's about it. Um, I thought Muda's gimmicks were really interesting, like the his ring gear and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. cause it was very over the top and like, um, for, so if, if you, if you didn't want, if you're not listening along, if you didn't, uh, listen to the audio only when we're for, for purposes of YouTube, um, when we were watching the start of this match, Muda came out in this like big 
overdone, like almost Vader esque costume being walked to the ring, and he had to have like a bunch of handlers on his sides to try and you know scoot him along to get him to the ring, <laughs> make him go straight. Yeah, it was very weird, and he like he didn't lose the the vest, the jacket thing that he had until like two or three minutes into the match, until after he took the first like exploding spot. Because there were exploding spots. This is an exploding barbed wire death match. And the first real spot in the match was fucking Onita. You know, he he came to the ring with a damn sickle. M- mind you, it was a very dull sickle. For for a, an exploding yeah. barbed wire death match, you would expect there to be a lot of blood. I don't think I saw any blood. Except for, like, some maybe fake blood that Onita just kind of spewed out. Uh, yeah, at the very end, too. Yeah. I was expecting there to be this to be a lot more vicious match. I was very entertained because it was fun to watch. Um, on a pure entertainment factor, I'm probably going to give this like three and three quarter stars. Um, as far as just a regular match goes, it probably gets about two stars. <laughs> if oh I'm, my! If, I, if I'm being completely honest here, if I was just grading how entertained I was, it'd be a five star match. <laughs> like if it just went on to like, was I thoroughly entertained from bell to bell? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I was. It was fantastic. It was like like you said earlier. It was just pure popcorn bullshit, and it's what wrestling has to be sometimes. Yeah, um, it was very entertaining, um, but it was not the match that I was expecting it to be. If if I'm being purely honest here, no, I expected more like hardcore. Like I expected at least mood at a blade. Yeah. Um, I expected. Well, that's all I really expected, to be honest with yeah. you. I just expected to be entertained, and I expected Muda to bleed. Yep. So. Oh. So. Um. So yeah, those are our thoughts on the match. I guess we've got a little bit of time to kill because, like, as as I'm kind of seeing for for the matches that we're doing this month, because there's not a lot of pre-match stuff there's not really any post-match stuff and the matches just kind of end when they end um we've got a little bit of time to kill so we can talk a little bit about what's going on in the wider wrestling world um i did not watch AEW last night but you did so if you want to talk a little bit about that stuff you can go ahead and talk about that i'll go ahead and listen do your damn recap so uh i mean i met i miss out on stuff but it started off pretty i loved the opener it was ftr and best friends Mm-hmm. Um, so good match, uh, throughout the course of the match, Kip Sabian is outside playing with, they have an arcade cabinet set up. Um, so, you know, as soon as when you see the show start and Kip Sabian is playing on an arcade cabinet ringside, mm-hmm. something's fucking happening to that arcade cabinet. I, I do remember seeing that cause I caught like little glimpse and bits and pieces of the show, but I, I stopped when my wife came home because we needed to have dinner and she needed to go to bed. Yeah, so, but anyways, throughout the course of the match, they're, of course, they're fighting on the outside. Um, Trent goes to do a move and, like, spear or tackle or something. Um, one of the guys from FTR, I forget who it was, uh, threw the arcade cabinet, but he missed, and Trent went through, which uh, Kip yells at Penelope, go get him, go get him, bring him out here, bring him out here. Um... So as, as he's just holding the like the buttons like the 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 the, the play area, I guess you could yes. say. 
Which, me being a nerd, I know for a fact that that bump that Trent took into that would not have severed that. No. At <laughs> all. And that was 100%, like, that kind of ruined it for me, him walking around for that. I loved it, and it's going to be a great t-shirt. Yeah. But it's kind of like me being a nerd. I'm like, oh, man, but that was gimmicked in the first place. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, like, we both know somebody that has an arcade cabinet like that, and that shit ain't going down like that. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh-uh. So, yeah. But that was good. Uh, the match ended, obviously, FTR won. Yep. Um, because they they haven't lost the match yet. And right. it's not it's not the right time. It's not the right time in the rain. They need to hold these belts for six months to a year. Yep. Before they even lose a match. Um, well, maybe not before they lose a match. They can lose a non-title here and there. But yeah. they need to hold the belts for a while. Um, so then after the match... Uh, Miro comes out and just beats the shit out of the the good friends, as he calls them. The good friends. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> just essentially gets them in a feud together. Um, it gets Miro doing something because a lot of people weren't super happy about his debut match. I I didn't mind it, but whatever. Um, so it gets them kind of involved in a tag team feud with a tag team that is really viewed as being you know, at the top of AEW's division. Yeah. So that's good. Um, am I missing a match that happened next? I don't remember. I just, uh, I just, I just realized that I'm an absolute fucking schmuck. And my... Uh, so, little little background here. I have my my computer is like... If, if my webcam's here, my computer's right here. And it's on top of my computer. Like, there's a little bit of computer like right here for the entire fucking everything <laughs> oh really yeah for the whole match for everything that we did before because i was fucking with shit and i moved my camera and i just didn't realize that it was there so that's that's some good production right there way to go yeah way no. to go okay so continue continue with your with your recap um you were buying me time to oh. pull up <laughs> Actually, uh, like an actual <laughs> written recap so I can remember everything that happened without fucking it up. Yeah. Um, so we had that match, and then... Let me... God, this is a shitty recap. It's not even in the right order. Whatever. FTR <laughs> cheated to win. I'm not using this. Yeah. Uh, FTR cheated to win. Uh, they bonked, I think it was Trent with the belt, and then they rolled him up right after, um, and they got the win. But that's how they should win, because they're a heel team. Yep. Um, the next major thing I remember was the thing that I'm super excited about AEW for. They're doing a segment with MJF and Jericho. Yep. And they're teasing MJF joining the uh, inner circle, which I, 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 if they book it right, that'll be fantastic. But no yep. matter what, we're going to get, if they join forces, if they fight, we're going to get great promos out of this. And I'm here for it. Yep. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, the next match that I forgot about was Miro and Kip fought. Uh, I don't want to call them a job or tag team, but yeah. It was Sean Maluda and Lee Johnson. I think that sounds right. Yeah. But yeah. it was obvious, you know, Miro and Kip or Miro in particular was going to win that match. Yeah. Um, Next up in the show, we had, I believe, Cody Orange, which went yep. 20-minute time limit draw. 
Yep. Um, wow. I'm super stoked. They already booked a rematch two weeks from yesterday. So that's going to be very exciting um, because hopefully my hope is that this is all going to lead to Cody losing the belt to Orange. Mm-hmm. And then at the next pay-per-view, it's either a huge, a multi-man with all these dudes they're teasing or it's Orange, Cody, and Har- and uh, Brody Lee. Shut up. <laughs> you know, the thing the thing that I heard tangentially and was like, that'd be a good way to book this, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing, because they were teasing, like, Darby was at ringside, and Darby has mm-hmm. a thing with Ricky Starks. And AEW love multi-mans at pay-per-views. So if they're not going to do a casino match, they could do, like, have this be their big multi-man. So you could get Ricky, Darby, Cody, Brody Lee, Orange... Just those six guys. Yeah, I'm here for that. That's gonna be good. I think they Especially. should do it as a, they should do that as a championship scramble. Yeah, something like that, or like I don't really a ladder match. I don't care what you do. There's yeah. no way that combination of six men don't have a good match together. Yep. Well, I mean, I'm sure Jericho on some level owns the rights to the championship scramble match. But or did not? That when he sold, because didn't he sell the money in the bank? Oh, I have no idea. I know yeah. that was that would have been after Money in the Bank. I maybe not. I can't keep I track know. of who owns what copyrights. I don't care that much. I don't know. Um, let's see what happened next. Um, I remember they had a promo segment. I don't remember what this was in the card, where it was kind of weird because it was Tony Schiavone and Britt Baker were at a spa. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. That was weird. But it was funny weird. It wasn't like, didn't make me want to watch weird. It was like, I kind of want to watch more because this is weird. I don't Um, know. But they thought he was naked. It was fucking bollocks, but it was classic. They waxed (laughs) Tony Schiavone. It was very entertaining, Uh, but weird. Um, I'm trying to think what happened next in the card um i do remember next thing i remember is the sheeta big swole match which it was it, uh, they're both good workers that was not a good match uh, yeah. it was a little sloppy but that happens um especially right now because a lot of these wrestlers were working indies yeah so when you go from wrestling three to five times a week and keeping yourself in shape not in shape but in ring shape yeah. To once a week, if that, I could see why there's going to be a little more rust than usual. So it's understandable. Yeah. Um, and then we started off, or we ended up with Mox and Archer, which they had been building throughout the night. They had Archer attack Mox, and then March, uh, Mox got back at him later in the night. So they made it an ODQ match. And these two guys just walloped the shit out of each other. I can believe it. Which is precisely what you would expect. Lance Archer and John Moxley to do in a no in a no disqualifications match. Mox I can believe it. Won, but the finish, so they made Archer look like a million fucking dollars in defeat, a okay. million dollars. So Archer's beating him up. He had a couple big moves. Uh, Mox hit a paradigm shift through some tables and hit another one. Lance Archer kicked out of that. Was able to get back. Got Mox up. Hit Mox with his finisher. I forget what it's called. But it's where he goes from back behind here and then, like, power lifts them over. I, yeah. Which is a super impressive feat of strength. 
by the way, especially on a guy like Mox. Does he does it? Does he do it into a power bomb, or is it just like a raised like edge? From right here, and then it like flips them over, and I don't want to say like a power oh, bomb, but kinda. He flipped like onto their belly. Onto their back. Oh, onto their back. Yeah, when he's holding them, they're like when he got mocked up. Oh, they're Mox like their face, facing... their face forward, and then they yeah. flip. Okay, okay, I know you. Yeah. So, but anyway, he hit that move. Mox kicks out, but it was kind of a light cover. So in the process of kicking out, he rolls him up and gets the three count that way. Oh, okay. So, you know, not only was Lance Archer a fucking eyelash away from victory. Yeah. Mox only won because he had a lazy, because Lance Archer had a little bit of a lazy cover. And he rolled him up. And it was essentially a lucky win. Yeah. Lance so Archer, Archer got cocky with it. Yeah, and he but he leaves here looking like a credible world champion, even though he lost. Okay. And that is something that I am very excited about because we haven't seen booking like that on a major level in the States. In a long time. And at least consistently in a long time. And every champion that goes up against Mox, they look... Harper fought him. Or Harper. Fuck me. <laughs> I know what it is. It's because I'm playing uh, 2K20, and he's in there as Harper. So Gross. my end... Ah, I know. I'm so pissed at myself. Anyways, Brody Lee, he looked better after that match. Not better, but at least he wasn't hurt at all. Yeah. Um, who else? Darby got elevated. Um, <sighs> Cage. That was a good match. Hager. Like... These guys don't leave looking bad. Right. Um, which is super exciting because that, that's the sign of a good booking team. Well, at the same time, though, you got to wonder um, on a booking level, how often can you, against um, like big monsters, how often can you have John Mox get big sneaky wins um, and have him still feel credible because he's not beating these big guys. He's just kind of getting lucky he beat Brody lee he beat Brody lee but bigger guys like again uh what cage well i guess i guess cage had the towel thrown out on him and then yeah. I, I guess this is the only time that's really happened okay yeah, never mind because mox, mox was gonna rip his tendon off which is what he said he was gonna do before the match yeah never mind i get you're you're kind of right um it, it definitely yeah. does make archer look a lot stronger in this regard i think Part of the reason why they're doing this and why it happened so much in the 90s and not so much in the WWE today is because the wrestlers get a say. Yeah. They're not just told you're going to lose the match. No, they're in. They're helping book the match. They're helping book the feud. So, of course, they're having finishes that keep them strong because they want to look strong. Right. Like, you know, and obviously, yes, sometimes you have to put your ego to the side and lose clean. But people have done that and they still don't look bad. And right. that, that excites me. I think if the biggest change that AEW will bring to the American wrestling scene potentially is creative freedom in the WWE. Yep. Um, and if they can do that, I, it will take less than six months before wrestling gets hot again. If you have two shows doing good booking, it's over. Wrestling's gonna get hot. But Vince, has to, 
Vince has to put his pride to the side. And that ain't gonna happen. Not until AEW beats Raw in the ratings. Yeah. It'll happen at some point. But it's it's gonna be like a, it, it'll be a thing where like AEW beats Raw in the ratings one week during like a really weird period and Vince will just be like, Oh, this is a fucking fluke. It ain't gonna happen again. Uh, but then it happens again. And, and then, then it happens goes, again. And then he goes, okay, well... And then it happens again. It, it can't just happen once. Right. But if they can beat Raw on the ratings for a month or two, Vince has to realize, okay, we have to change something. Or... Because obviously what we're doing is not working. I I don't see AEW pulling off like a, um, a WCW style, like beating them consistently week, week on week. But I could see... I could see AEW pulling off like a win here, a win here, uh, a lead here, like every couple weeks. Not every week, but it could be like AEW pulls ahead for like this week, and then Raw has two good weeks, and then AEW pulls back ahead and all that type of stuff. So I'm going to disagree with you. But this is why. I don't think AEW could do that head to head. No, definitely not. But I think. Because they have an audience that WWE does not. Mm-hmm. Like, they just have a core audience that does not watch WWE because they're so jaded on it. Right. And so that audience is not going to go to WWE. But if they can get a good section of WWE's audience to go to them, they could beat Raw weekly in the ratings until Raw changes what they're doing. Because eventually Raw will bounce back because they're the more recognizable product. Right. Um, you would think unless they don't ever change their booking and their creative decisions, but which is possible at that point, that's their fault. I mean, Vince McMahon is going to live forever. I mean, he didn't have to live forever. He can just book good. Now he can just (laughs) look as long as he wants and book good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, if I had a wrestling company, I would be like, I want to put on the best product possible, regardless of whether or not I think it's the best product. Yeah. Because the fans will tell me whether my product is the best or not. And for years, we've been telling Vince, you know, you need to do something. And we've gotten the same old shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's not, it's not getting better. It's not great. But at the end of the day, we keep watching, so. Yeah, we, we keep keep funneling money into that garbage company by watching shit on the network. Yeah. It's kind, kind of ironic, kind of ironic in a time where we should probably be boycotting the network in some way, shape, or form that we started a podcast that funnels uh, views towards the network so that people can watch it when we watch stuff. Before Technically, that all came after we started our channel. Yeah. And it's just a poor, it's just poor coincidence. It's just, point. it's just bad timing. Yeah. Although I don't think anybody that's watching this doesn't already have the network. So I feel right. like we're good on that. Yeah. <laughs> you're a big enough mark that you're watching us from where just this new, you, you have the network. Yeah. All right. So, um, I guess we can go ahead and wrap up the show a little bit. I think we're kind of going a little bit long here. Um, so do you want to do a stream this Sunday? Uh, I don't care. Okay, well, we can talk about that if if we want to do something on Sunday. I don't know yet. I might want to stream a little bit a while because the Shadowlands pre-patch came out. I've been playing a little bit of that. 
It all depends. I, I, if you want to do that, you can knock yourself out. Yeah. Just let me know. I don't know. I it, it depends. It depends on how I'm feeling this weekend. Um, but other than that, on Tuesday, uh, we are going to be watching um, Triple H versus Cactus Jack in Hell in a Cell. Is that correct? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. All right. So this Tuesday, Triple H, Cactus Jack, Part 2, Hell in a Cell. Not officially Part 2 of a duology, but we're going to be watching it anyway because it's a good fucking match. Yeah. It, it is it, a good match. And it kind of it fits in with our theme that we're doing this much of very violent matches. Which I think we should just do every month. Let's just let's just go back and watch all of ECW. <laughs> Love well, hardcore bullshit. Well, I mean, we we have an idea for May, but uh, let's not let's not play our cards too loosely here. <laughs> let's uh, let's keep that one a little bit close to the vest, but you know. Anyway, um, thank you everybody for coming out and watching. Thank you for giving us all your subscribes. Thank you for giving us all our all any watches, any likes, any any. Uh, support you want to give us we appreciate it a whole lot um particularly i noticed over the last couple days we had a huge number of people starting to listen to our audio only podcast so thank you so much for that one um you almost doubled our listens on that platform and that just makes me personally that makes me really happy it really is a sign of growth in the channel and i'm really happy for that but thank you everybody for watching keep on liking keep on giving us subscribes keep on viewing our stuff Check out our social media in the description down below. Check out our Facebook. Check out our Twitter. Once again, check out our our audio podcast, um, where you can listen to the whole show without having to watch us without having to watch our schmucky faces. Um, <laughs> we will see you. If we don't see you on Sunday, we're going to see you on Tuesday at six thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on twitch.tv slash Baldy and the Beast. Thank you again for coming out and watching. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.